Welcome, welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen, I have a great show for you guys today. We're about to get into some apologetics and really deal with tis is the season, right? Um, everybody's celebrating Christmas right now, preparing to celebrate Christmas. Other people are like, no, nah, I'm not celebrating Christmas. I don't celebrate Christmas. And um, tonight, tonight's show, we really want to just take the time to dive into a couple of questions. And um, for that, I, I got my brother. I'm about to bring on Elder Mike Holloway, who is a giant in the faith, in my opinion, who has been such a great inspiration uh, to me and has encouraged me to uh, really st- study to show myself approved, as the word of God says. Um, it's important for us to uh, know what we believe and why we believe what we believe. And so um, in this time of season, it seems like every every time around this time, you know, you have the uh, pagan police or, or people who are really coming against um, any um, Christian liberty or anything of that nature. And so tonight we want to tackle the topic of should Christians celebrate Christ, uh, Christmas? <laughs> should Christians celebrate Christmas? Um, we're also going to dive into um, our, our uh, Christmas trees, forms of pagan worship and things of that nature. And so for, for me, it's very important um, to um, not just uh, believe something for the sake of believing it, but to study why is it why why do we do certain things? Why is it we do what we do? Um, and are those things in line with the word of God um, or are they against the word of God? So tonight um, I want to bring on my brother, apologist, Elder Mike Holloway. What's up, my brother? My brother, bless you, Pastor. How are you, sir? Man, I, I'm blessed, man. I'm excited. <laughs> so excited to have you, man. Um, I, I, I really and I already kind of gave you a, a small introduction uh, in the beginning of this, but man, I want to tell you again, man, I, I, I love you, man. And I appreciate your ministry, man. Um, what I love about your ministry is you care about the word of God. You care about rightfully dividing the word of God and you do it not just with a boldness, but with a humility. Um, a lot of times when a person is a student or or is filled with knowledge, usually there tends to be an arrogance uh, there and, and a lot of pride. Um, but what really drew me to your ministry is the humility and the grace that I saw. I witnessed you display time in and time out. And man, I appreciate that, man, because I think that's important, man. Uh, in all our getting, as we get an understanding of God's word, it's important um, that we not uh, use it to beat people up and 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 be unloving, um, but de- demonstrate grace without compromising. And I, I think you've done a wonderful job of that. And so it's an honor for me wow. to have you on tonight, man. Welcome, uh, Elder Apologist Mike Holloway, my brother. Man, <laughs> I wish I had some sound effects with some clapping or whatever. <laughs> man, man, listen, I am honored. I'm the one honored, man. I have uh, and certainly appreciate your so kind words. Uh, to God be the glory. Um, but 
man, I'm honored just to be here, man. You as well have been a brother in the faith who have encouraged and blessed me also. So when you ask me, I'm like, man, this this the man asking me, Doc. I, I gotta I gotta come home, man. This man. So I appreciate you, brother, man. I'm honored to be here. You know, prayerfully, we can say something to help somebody, <laughs> especially on this topic here for at this time of year, very timely. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, um, with with everything, man. Before before we really dive into the topic, which of course I'm gonna just put it on the screen. We're gonna be talking about should Christians celebrate uh, Christmas? Mm -hmm. um, we're gonna dive in in a second, but before we get there, man. Um, I want I want um, to just check on you, see how the family's doing. Uh, what's going on with Elder Mike right now, man? What what have you been doing lately? What I, I see you going live every day. You've been consistent with the content, <laughs> man. What what's 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 new, man? <laughs> oh man, everything is well. I'm a man. I you see, you caught me at the right time. I'm rested up. I'm I'm stirred <laughs> up. My man, my <laughs> my wife and I we we just got back from uh, Hawaii. Oh, uh, nice. Celebrating 27 years of marriage. Wow. So, that's, uh, that's amazing, man. It's God, God, man. That's yeah. all God. That's awesome, <laughs> put man. Up, put up with me all these years? You know there's a God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how I feel, man. We just celebrated uh, 10 years, our 10-year wedding anniversary, man. So we most definitely hope we can hit the milestone that you and your wife just hit by the grace of God. That's amazing, awesome. man. Praise God. Yes, sir, man. So family's well, man. All is well in ministry. You know, we doing with God's help what we do, uh, you know, to edify the people of God. We still teaching through the gospel of John and and uh, uh, other thing and uh, uh, ministering. I'm doing some eschatology teaching. A lot of people been pushing me. So I'm finally doing some teaching on eschatology. So, you know, we just we just uh, striving to, to edify the people of God. I love what you said when you came in. You said where. What did you say? You said where the culture meets the scriptures, but where the man, culture meets scripture, man. That's that's that's, that's our that's our slogan, man. Because you know, I think it's and I think this topic is relevant too. But I think sometimes people um, take um, relevant thoughts and misapply them. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But for me, what's important with this show? The purpose of this show is to. Um, apply scripture to what we see every day often we we put on the lens of the world and we interpret everything through the lens of the world including the word of god mm -hmm. but the word of god is supposed to be our filter you know on, not man. not man's opinions right. not man's uh doctrines and traditions or whatever but the word of god is supposed to be our standard so we we purpose to take topics like today and really mm -hmm. give a biblical um approach to it and everything what's up vc man i see you man um always a pleasure to have you on we got we got people ch chiming in but let me before we hop right into the topic because i don't want to delay the time um why why is uh apologetics important elder mike why why is it because some people, some Christian, even some Christians might say, man, what's, this is a dumb topic to tackle. Like, why, why should we tackle the topic? Should Christians celebrate Christmas? Like, what, what is, <laughs> this is dumb. Like, why? But why is it important? Do you think, number one, why is apologetics important uh, to you? Well, I'm a man, apologetics are so needful 
in the body of Christ. And, and, and all it takes is understand what the word apologetics means, right? It comes from the word apologia, which has reference to the defending of the faith. And we mm. are commanded in scripture. Uh, Peter says that we ought to always have an answer to him, yeah. who have questions concerning our faith. And then Jude says, earnestly contend and yes. or, you know, and that word contend, we could, we could actually say fight for the faith, which was once delivered to the saints and, and people in your right, we live in a culture where people take this so lightly, but when false doctrine and false information is not addressed, it'll prevail and somebody, it, man, and I'm sure you've experienced this. It matters not how crazy or outlandish the claim is. Mm. There's always somebody out there that's going to embrace it and believe it. Man. And when we're not doing our job to confront that, they won't have an opposing view to consider and perhaps be delivered from the false teaching. So, man, it's vital. And, and I think that the church should take it even more seriously than we do now. Yeah. Man, you you just summed it up perfect perfectly, and I think I, I think it's wrong for us to look at topics like this and say, "Oh, it's dumb." I'm, we shouldn't even address that when it, when people are legitimately um, seeking understanding and 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 struggling with topics like this that are really the result of a deeper issues, uh, deeper theologies, and and really cults that are coming to 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 pull people away from truth you know what oh, i'm saying this this, yeah. this topic is is much deeper than should christians celebrate uh christmas you know what i'm saying it's it's a lot of layers under this topic and so um i want to hop into it man should yes, should christians celebrate christmas um elder mike you know we hear you know, all of these um, stories, man, Christmas has pagan roots uh, rooted in paganism. Um, or Christmas is just another way to worship the god Saturn. Um, Saturn is a form of Saturnalia. And what should Christians partake in celebrating Christmas? Well, I mean, you bunch of pagans. What are you all doing? No. <laughs> You know, you know, I have uh, been affectionately been given the name Pagan Mike. So right? <laughs> I have affectionately been given that name uh, because people will consider what I'm about to say pagan. But as you said, they'll, they'll say that Chris, Christmas is pagan. But to answer the question directly, the answer is absolutely because let's let's think about this. When we talk about Christmas, we, we're we're simply just this is deal with the word alone, mass for Christ. So we're not celebrating any of these other accusations. I'm sure we'll get into some. Uh, yeah. But when we say Merry Christmas, we're saying uh, be blessed and happy as a result of Christ. That's what we're saying. And so now the world, they, they want to X Christmas out. I'm not for that, you know, so they'll just say right. Xmas. No, no, it's not Xmas. It's Christmas, which is uh, a compound word, Christ mass. So we gather on behalf of Christ and as a result of what Christ did in our lives. So, so if we just start with the word alone, the word itself can be a tool to witness to somebody what Christ has done in the life of the believer. So should, should a Christian celebrate uh, Christ mass? Absolutely. 
But nah, nah, Elder Mike. That's I, I'm I'm playing Devil's Abbey. <laughs> I'm not doing a good job. But nah, 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 El, Mike. We 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 can't we can't do we can't do that when something is 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 rooted in in paganism. You know what I'm saying? You're just dressing it up like the golden calf. Like what what do you what do you say? Um, when when people mention like the winter solstice and um saturnalia and things of that nature where they say oh christmas was came out of that it's just another form of worshiping um the god of saturn or, or yeah this you know we live in a society that have been educated through google and youtube <laughs> and and they have not faithfully put in the research to validate some of these false claims. First and foremost, when they talk about Saturnalia uh, uh, and the winter solstice, it winter solstice is hailed during the winter season. However, it is a period that goes on for about two weeks and it, it is not focused on a particular day as we celebrate Christmas on December 25th. As a matter of fact, often the winter solstice, when it is, when it, when, when it occurs, it it's over with well before December 25th. So people, they, they, they hear something on YouTube, they hear a claim and they turn around and they try to apply, say, no, 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 winter solstice, but they have no idea. They say that Christmas is a result of that. The second thing I'll say is they say, well, no, what Christians have done is they've just, they're trying to clean up something. Well, Right, let's right. just let's just say that's true, right? Let's say it's true. A lot of that again, false claims. But isn't that the story of the gospel? God taking <laughs> something that was lost and re and and renewing it for His honor and His glory. Right, you right. That practice all throughout Scripture. Remember when Paul was in uh, uh, Areopagus in Acts chapter number seventeen, and he looked around. And, and he said, all y'all all superstitious. He says, because yeah. I see here a bunch of idols and they always would gather to discover some new religious thing. But what did Paul do? One of the powerful things Paul did, and this is what is called in theological terms, the art of contextualization. Paul took an altar that they had ascribed to the unknown God. Yeah. Now this, this altar wasn't about the God that, that he Paul served, but right. Paul took that altar, contextualized yeah. it in light of the true and living God yeah. and pointed people to the true God by it. And see, yeah. we as believers, that's how witnessing should take place, right? We can, we can certainly contextualize things in light of what Christ has done for us to point people, not to the pagan gods, but to the true and living God. Right. Exactly. And, and I think that's such a good point, because um, like a lot of times I think that we we give uh, false gods who don't even exist more power and authority than they actually have. You know, um, when, when when Paul says an idol is nothing. <laughs> Come on, preacher. <laughs> uh, uh, an idol is nothing. And so. If 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 me taking a particular day to 
celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior. And we know that, G, you know, more than likely Jesus was not born on December 25th. Most of most most of Absolutely. us understand that. But if 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 there's if how can you have an issue with taking a day to glorify and celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior? Um and, and I feel like a lot of times, Elder, when we when we do things like, oh no, we 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 can't do that because it's there's similarities to uh pagan worship and, and things of that nature. Well, I'll say this. Um cults and false religions and pagans do not own the patent on giving gifts. <laughs> um, I'll say it's something else. Um Pagans and, and idol worshipers don't own the patent on a particular day. Come on. They don't own anything. The earth is the Lord's Preach. and the fullness thereof. And I think that in many instances, I don't, and I don't want to jump too far ahead. In a lot of instances, we can take things that are a part of God's creation and repurpose them for his glory. Now, obviously, we can't take something like adultery or fornication Absolutely. and repurpose that. That's not <laughs> just want to be clear. Right. But um, objects and things that they don't belong to the enemy. They don't belong to the devil. The devil doesn't this. He doesn't own a piece of property. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And so when we get into Christmas, man, um, we often hear. Um, Jeremiah 10 brought up mm -hmm. <laughs> about about um, the Christmas um, Christmas and, and and Christmas trees. And so I guess these go together. Uh, should Christians celebrate Christmas? Are Christmas trees a form of pagan worship? Yeah. <laughs> so interestingly enough, like we talked about earlier, man, people don't do valid research. So when you read Jeremiah chapter number 10, matter of fact, can we, I'm going to pull it up if you don't mind. Yeah, I'll, go ahead. Give me a second. I'll share the screen here. And then, and then we're going to get a proper interpretation of it. Yeah. We're going to exegete the text. No. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> but here we go here. Uh, go and ahead. Why, why you're pulling that up too? Uh -huh. I want to make a point about Christmas sure. and, um, Saturnalia, um, because there are similarities, you know, um, in Saturnalia, they would get together, they would give gifts, um, um, and, and they would celebrate, um, with family and friends and, and things of that nature. Um, and really when you look at the historical aspect, Christmas was actually created as an alternative to Saturnalia. Um, because of the pagan worship and everything that was taking place, Christians were um, very intentional about creating a, a alternative to the pagan worship and things of that nature that was going on. Now, if some of you are like, man, no, nah, that's, that's, we can't do that. Well, you have to prove in the text, um, like where we can't repurpose God's creation 
to, to glorify him and things of that nature. And so I, I just wanted to point that out. I know we're going to get deeper into it, but um, our Christmas tree is a form of pagan worship. Elder Mike, um, I know you're about to go through Jeremiah 10 for us. Yes, sir. And and just to point to what you just said, man, we're, we aren't really taking something from the world and giving it to God. We're taking what God has created from <laughs> from what Satan has stolen. So people uh, need to, uh, to to understand that. Like you said it perfectly, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So all things belong to God. But here it is. This is man, we gonna you we'll hear this scripture throughout this, you know, probably to me at January, right? Talking about how Christmas trees are pagan. Uh and, 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 and they use this verse out of context. So here we are, Jeremiah 10. Hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. See, here they go. See, you all are learning the ways of the Gentiles, of the nations. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are futile. Here it is. Here come that Christmas tree, so they say. For one cuts a tree from the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. So what they believe this is, is a person is just chopping down a tree, right? right. Mm -hmm. And they, they believe what this means. And we'll bring it out here that they'll chop the tree down. Check it out. Decorate it with silver and gold. Ooh, don't that sound like the Christmas tree? <laughs> they yeah. they fasten it with nails and hammers so that it will not topple. They are upright like a palm tree. This is very key here. And they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot go by themselves. Do not be afraid of them for they cannot do evil, nor can they do any good. So let's just talk about this here. Where, where, where it says, for one cuts a tree from the forest. Understanding this contextually, and I'm jumping right over here to the actual word, which is adzi in the text that refers to the axe in question. Uh, worked with an axe by the hands of a craftsman. It says this may also need to be reconstructed or restructured. For example, a wood worker uses his tools to carve it the actual word for axe in the hebrew refers more accurately to an adze a tool that resembles an axe but has a curved blade fixed at a right angle so that it can be used for the smoothing wood one of the most common words for idol in jeremiah has the root meaning of to hew and into a shape. So what, what is happening here in the text is they're cutting a tree down with the X and they're carving the wood of the tree into their idols. They're, they're carving out idols with eyes that cannot see and ears that cannot hear. It is not talking about just setting up a tree and decorating it. That is not what the text is talking about. The text is talking about the right. people in the day carving the wood into an actual idol. And, and check it out where it says they're to up worship it. 
That, thank you. To worship it. Thank you. That's that's key. Absolutely. But it says they cannot speak. Why does Jeremiah say they cannot speak? Because they carve mouths into it. Right. Why would he be saying about a tree? It cannot speak. No, they carved the idol with mouths and legs, but they can't speak, but must be carried because they cannot go by themselves. So Jeremiah isn't saying that the people of uh, in their day were taking trees, chopping them down and decorating them. And hence what we see that would appear as a Christmas tree. Jeremiah is saying that they're carving actual idols out of the wood. And as you so eloquently say it, they are worshiping them. They are bowing down in obedience. And when they, when they decorate it with the gold and the silver, it's not just for decoration. Right. right. It's for worship. It is they're giving gold to the idol because gold and silver are precious commodities. And so these are their offerings unto the idols that they're worshiping. And this is this has absolutely anybody who uses Jeremiah T who tries to make this about the Christmas tree. They simply don't know the Bible. They don't know how to, they don't know their research and they haven't properly. And I'm not trying to cast a stone. It may sound like it, but no, they no, just I, no, probably you, haven't done the work. You're you're making a, a, a great point, and, and I think I don't want to just brush past this as well. Yes, I'm so glad you read through Jeremiah 10 and gave context because context is king. You know, um, context is is so important. Um, and just because there's a similarity there doesn't mean that it's talking about something. <laughs> And, Come on, and similarities um, happen. You know what I'm saying? Like we we got to be careful with that as well. Um, I don't I don't know of anybody who who puts up a Christmas tree for the sake of worshiping it. <laughs> right. I, I, Come on, man. I don't. And and I think it's an abuse. And and I have to say this. I think it's an abuse of the text to make that mean something that it doesn't mean to make it say, Oh, you guys are doing what is being done in Jeremiah 10. This is for those who do celebrate Christmas. I'm, you know, I'm not stoning nobody if it's their choice not to celebrate Christmas, whatever, for personal reasons, whatever, but to impose um, a meaning into the text that actually isn't there just because there's similarities. That's very dangerous. And that's how we get, um, bad doctrine um and, and and really people create whole doctrines out of uh, this way out of things you, you know what i'm saying and yes use it as a tool to say oh see those christians man they 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 ain't doing it and and what's funny to me elder mike it comes from people a lot of times that claim to be um um studiers of the word of god and have respect for the word precept upon precept uh and 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 they say these things but when it comes into actually um being fair with the text and being honest with the text mm -hmm. they you they weaponize the text to impose um a belief um onto someone that isn't even in the text um and and so so i'm i'm so glad that you brought that out um and i want to kind of piggyback on that with you um I'm mm -hmm. going to share the screen. Sure. As well. Do, 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 do. Let me see how I can do this. Hmm. I don't want to. I think you got to unshare it. 
Oh, you know, matter of fact, I can do it. I could do it from here. So, so piggyback on what you what you're talking about, Elder Mike, um, with the idol. I want to talk about what an idol is. And um, in First Corinthians chapter eight, um, Paul is talking about meat sacrifice to idols. And, and the reason why this is so important is because um, when we make claims like, oh, you guys are worshiping idols when you put up a Christmas tree, um, an idol is only an idol when you acknowledge it as an idol. An idol is something that we put before the true and living God. So in actually anything can be an idol. Social media can be an idol. Come on. Gym shoes can be an idol. Mm-hmm. Um, houses, cars, uh, your family can be an idol. Friends can be an idol. A job can be an idol. Anything that you put before the Lord Jesus Christ can be an idol. But what I want to bring out in 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 First Corinthians chapter um, eight is Paul is addressing um, just to give context. And why this is relevant to this topic. And we're going to we're going to go forward. I just it's just layers we got to get through. Um, The reason why I'm bringing out this is because in first Corinthians chapter eight, to give you guys a backdrop in the Corinthian church, these believers, a lot of these believers were being saved out of an idolatrous culture. What, What I mean by that is idolatry idolatry and false gods was prevalent yes in their culture it it was it was nothing to go to a restaurant and you know stuff is false gods are there and food is dedicated to the false gods and so a lot of these believers being saved out of an idolatrous culture but yet still living in it paul is instructing them and in, in, in addressing the the issue of eating food dedicated or sacrificed to idols. Yes, and sir. this is what he this is what he says uh, in First Corinthians chapter eight. We're going to start at verse four. He says, "Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence." And that I'm going to say that again. He says, and we know that an idol has no real existence and that there is no God but one. Verse five, for although there may be so-called gods, so-called gods, someone smack to your neighbor and say (laughs) so-called. Yes, sir. (laughs) There may be so-called gods in heaven or in earth. As indeed there are many gods and many lords. Verse six, yet for us there is one God, the Father from whom all things are, and all things, um, for, for from whom all things and for whom we exist, and one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom all are all things and through whom we exist. Verse seven, however. Not all possess this knowledge. This is one of the reasons why we're doing this show. Right. Not all possess this knowledge, but some through former association with idols. Now, this is important right. because now he's addressing the cultural norm. 
um, of that day. It was culturally normal for people to worship idols and false gods. I, I think it's safe to say that in our culture, it's not normal to worship trees. Right. We worship. We got a lot of idols in America. We got a lot of idols. I don't think a tree is one of them, in my personal opinion. <laughs> Come on, Doc. But he says, but for, but some, through former association with idols, eat food as really offered to an idol. And their conscience being weak is defiled. So in other words, what he's saying is, because some having past affiliations with idols, even though an idol isn't nothing, they can't eat food sacrificed to an idol because it just takes them back to to their old life or, mm -hmm. or their old ways. They can't they can't separate it in their conscience that hey, it, it 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 just takes them back. It's like it would be like a person who um was was saved from from drugs or or something or 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 saved or or delivered from uh, drinking alcohol, right? And that person is like, you know what? I can't be too close to a bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. even though um, I don't do it anymore, I can't, I can't, I can't even take a drink. Like, I can't play around with it. Right. right so, right. so because they're conscious. Right. So he's saying, and their conscious being weak is defiled. Verse eight, food will not commend us to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat and no better off if we do. But take care that this right of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. Right. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, we will he not be encouraged if his conscience is weak to eat foods offered to idols? So what he's doing, what, what Paul is basically getting at is he's he's stressing the importance of us being conscious of those who may be weak in their conscience, who, who can potentially stumble at right. the sight of people um, um, eating um, food that's sacrificed to idols. But he clearly maps it out and says, hey, if it's your, you, you have a free liberty to do so because you're not doing it as unto that idol. You're not doing the the idol is nothing. In other words, right, right. though this food is sacrificed to this idol, though though there there are there are sacrificing to its idol, an uh, idol is nothing unless you acknowledge it as such. And so Amen. if it's a if it's an idol in your mind and in your conscience, maybe you need to stay away from it. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. the same uh principle applies uh to christmas in a lot of instances because when people um talk about um saturnalia and and different things that were being done during that time in 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 honor to a false guy we we i'm gonna acknowledge it like between um if i'm not mistaken saturnalia was celebrated it wasn't even celebrated on december 25th that's another thing saturnalia took place no, between december 17th and December 23rd, <laughs> December 17th <laughs> through December 23rd. And so when, 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 when people are like, okay, we can't do as the pagans do, what can we do? Like, 
the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. And so there, there is to answer the question, my opinion, should Christians celebrate Christmas? I think it's an opportunity to point to the savior. There it is. And I think that when, when we, when we celebrate Christmas as Christians, I think we need to be very intentional in glorifying our savior and, and, and making it clear to our kids and, and our friends and family, why do we celebrate this time of the year? We give gifts because God gave the greatest gift ever. Come on. Giving his son. <laughs> What's on. do Do pagans and, and false gods own the patent on giving gifts now? No, come on, man. Absolutely. Does 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 a, does pagans own a particular day? Right, right. You know, I saw um the brother um I'm gonna share his post real quick because I want to address it. Um he says Gerald Parker, we might be cousins, man. Might be family. <laughs> I don't know. He says December 25th is the same day given to a false god first. That's a negative. So when he has to share that day with some other false idol, it just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right, Elder. <laughs> well, it see, <laughs> he's embraced the false narrative, though. One, there's no, you could talk about Mithra uh, uh, and all these other so-called pagan gods. There is no historical data that any of them were born on December 25th. That's YouTube propaganda. There's no actual factual historical evidence to prove any of that. That's point number one. Point number two, even if it did, it wouldn't matter. And the, the passage you read, Pastor, was so powerful in 1 Corinthians chapter number eight. Notice this meat, Paul wasn't saying perhaps this meat was offered. No, this meat actually was participant in the ceremony to the pagan gods. And Paul is, Paul is saying, go and eat, man. And then in verse 10 there, it says, if your brother see you eating in the pagan temple, a lot of people miss that part. It says, if he sees you eating in the pagan temple, Paul didn't say, what you doing there? <laughs> right? Because in their culture, what would happen is some of these restaurants, uh, marketplaces, they they they're, they shared spaces with idolaters and pagan worship. Yep. So in the same markets where they sold meat, they also offered the meats. They also served the meats. So Paul is saying, you're at the marketplace. Yes, in this pagan marketplace, they've offered this idol, and you sit in there in the pagan marketplace eating the meat that was offered by the pagans. Paul is right. Paul isn't saying, brother, you wrong. Man, that, that stuff originated with pagan. Paul isn't saying any of that. Paul is saying, listen, you don't want to cause your brother to fall. And what he meant by fall wasn't that he got offended. See, some folk now, nah, they just mad. You know what I mean? Paul wasn't saying somebody might not like it. No, Paul was saying that their conscience might cause them to actually eat it. But to them, it is worshiping an idol. Right. It wasn't saying that they would just be offended by it. He was saying that they, their weak conscience may cause them to actually indulge and for them because their heart is that this is pagan worship. They actually would actually submit to the pagan worship. That's out of order. But right. the people who are claiming these or making these claims against us, they're just mad. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Yeah. And again, that doesn't mean we don't have to be careful. Right. But at the same time, we have to, as you're doing, Pastor, and so which is why I appreciate you. And even this broadcast tonight and the topic, we have to educate people, regardless of how many times we break down Jeremiah chapter number 10. Somebody come right behind us and post Jeremiah chapter number 10 to try to prove. And I'm not saying in this chat, but to try to prove that, uh, you know, Jeremiah 10 is the Christmas tree. We have to be educated people and we have to serve God in the spirit of truth because it's only truth that delivers. Right. One hundred percent. And and um, I'm just looking at some of the comments. Um, he says the date of Saturnalia is ir irrelevant. Many Christmas practices come directly from it. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm going to share. Um, I'm do, let me pull something up real quick because I. I that that's so good. <laughs> Watch, hold on one second here. I want to share something that all right, here we go. Just, sorry, I'm getting you know what to why you doing that too. Sure. I'm thinking about the um meat sacrifice to idols as well. Mm -hmm. Um like the same a lot of the same people talking like this right now, they they have no problem going into a Chinese restaurant. Oh. <laughs> Look, I love some Chinese food, but if you don't think that food is is dedicated to Buddha, come on, man! With all of those Buddhas, and you can't you can't walk into no Chinese food restaurant without Buddha's seeing up a on the counter, Doc. Buddha, a cup, a couple of them sitting on the counter, exactly. And we like, let me get a number three. The pepper steak. Make sure the pepper steak is medium well, right. and, and, the, and, the, and the general soap. Like, and and we don't even like. I mean, if if okay, we got to be consistent, right? Mm -hmm. If if you gonna say we can't celebrate Christmas or put it or dedicate a day to the glory of Christ, right? Where we where we recognize His birth, Him coming into the into the world. We again, we recognize that's not the actual birth date, but we have to be cons consistent, right? Right. Okay. If you go, if you go, take that position, you can't use the word monday you can't use the ah, word tuesday you, are, you, you can't mean. use the word wednesday you can't use the word thursday you can't use the word friday you can't use the word uh, saturday because all of all of the days of the week are named after pagan deities thank you 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 we we, we gotta and and none of us is making the claim when you say hey today is monday no one's making the claim hey you're worshiping the a false god when right. you say that no no like we we got to be consistent man yeah and 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 we got to stop we got to stop imposing things on the text that are not there that are not right. there um but go ahead i want to hit i want you i want to hear your response to one of these posts after you hit on this um he said we're called to be set apart posted leviticus 20 and 26 um i'm not sure if you want to tackle that now or or get into um your screen share first well I, i'll address it we, we we are we are this is what we're doing tonight we're teaching you as christians how to be set apart in the midst of a culture who doesn't worship god we don't allow the cultural practices of the world to cause us to uh uh minimize and or compromise the principles of god we glorify god in the midst of a perverse and wicked generation 
So no, they're, they're, what, here's the problem with people who have legalist mentality uh, is they think outward customs are what God is looking at when he isn't. The Bible says that man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. It is God searching the heart. So, so we're telling you that when a Christian, if a Christian chooses to have a tree, he's not worshiping that tree. It is decoration. It's decoration. And so, uh, which, and if you, and if you ahead. say, and if you say, if someone says you, you're not allowed to decorate a tree, because that's what pagans do. Mm -hmm. Pagans do a lot of things. <laughs> Come on. I'm they, they do a lot of things. Yeah. The, see, see, in a lot of things that are done, it's not always, it's not always what you do, but what why you do what you do. And so if 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 you're saying that, hey, if I'm telling saying, hey, hey, Mike, you're not allowed to decorate a tree, you know what that's doing? That's saying that, hey, pagans own trees and decorations. Yes. That belongs, that belongs to them. That that's not even, we don't have liberty to decorate a tree now. Man, come on, man. <laughs> you hear how crazy that is? And, crazy. And we already dispelled, we already dispelled the Jeremiah 10 thing and showed that, hey, that's not talking about Christmas trees. Right. The burden of proof is on you to prove that it's talking about Christmas trees. But we clearly see in the text that it's not talking about Christmas trees. But but go ahead, man. I'm, I I can go on and on. I, I, I want you to I, I don't want to sidetrack you. Oh, no, no. You talking good. <laughs> yes, sir. You want me to add this slide? Yeah. Add that. Share that screen real quick. You you hit on this already. Um, but I'm gonna jump to another slide. But you oh, already we, hit on we, the we already in the spirit together. Yes, man. Uh, yes. <laughs> this wasn't even planned. Yes, sir. The, the Sunday is uh dedicated to the Latin Dies Solis, the Sun's Day, a pagan Roman holiday. Monday, derived from the Anglo-Saxon Manandea, which means the moon's day, <laughs> right? Uh, the third day of the week, Tuesday, named for the Norse god of war, T.U. or Tyre, the son of Odin. Wednesday, the fourth day of the week, named after in honor of Odin or Wudin, chief god in Norse mythology. The fifth day of the week, everybody know this one, Thor. Thursday is named for Thor, the Norse god of thunder. And, and I'll just jump through here. Friday, also Saturday, we talked about the Saturn God. But then let me jump up here. Not only that, the days of the month, most of them, January. The moment you say January, you're you're in some sense acknowledging a pagan deity. Are, are you going to hell for that? Should, should Christians not say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? No, same thing through the through here. Most of them are derived from pagan worship. And then on top of that, how many folks watch the uh, Avengers? See, what's amazing to me is they'll say, oh, we're teaching our kids, you know, to worship pagan gods because one day a week. Right. One day a week. I'm sorry. One day out the year, rather. I'm sorry. Uh, we celebrate Christmas. But then the kids, Lord have mercy, the kids done seen the whole uh, um, uh, Marvel comic series of uh, the Avengers. And all of them are pagan deities. All of them. And I'm not saying that there is wrong. It's fiction, you all. 
And what we have to learn to do is, is distinguish. This is what the Christian has to do. Learn how to distinguish between that which is fiction and that which is founded upon our faith. Santa Claus is no more real than Woody Woodpecker, than Mighty Mouse, <laughs> you know? So we can learn in a pagan culture how to distinguish between fiction and nonfiction. And so right. what is hypocritical it, it, when they say, yeah, man, y'all, y'all worship Christmas for that Christmas tree and said, what's today? Sunday. And you just <laughs> you acknowledge the pagan God. On top of that, there's other things pagan. I just hit on a couple more. The wedding ring is derived from pagan cultures. Come on, Having now. bridesmaids in your wedding is derived from pagan culture. You know what else? Covering your mouth when you yawn originated out of pagan culture because what they believed is that every time you yawned, the spirit would escape the body. And they said that's why many babies died because babies' arms weren't long enough to cover their mouths. And so when they would yawn, the spirit would escape the body. So the practice of covering your mouth when you yawn originated in pagan uh, culture because it would keep the spirit in the body to keep you alive. Now we do it because it's simply polite to do, right? Right, but, right. But again, but they're hypocritical. If y'all want to play those games, then you're going to have to escape Earth and move to another planet because a lot of things we do may have had some type of pagan origin. The question is, what's in your heart? And, and that's where people are losing it. So they're yeah. becoming more legalistic, claiming themselves to be righteous because they don't celebrate Christmas, but then they'll bow down to that 72-inch TV for eight hours during, you know, during football season. Come on, man, which is worse? Right. And, and a lot of those things that we do, um, factoring in cultural context is key in a lot of instances too because I, I like what you said um the heart um of why why somebody's doing what they're doing you know what i'm saying like yes sir we like we we have to determine what worship is right right you know what i'm saying because i think that's what's what's often missing in this conversation as well um a lot of people who, who who impose different um, opinions on on other people as it relates to this stuff? Well, you know, ain't nobody worshiping no tree. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ain't no ain't nobody ain't nobody worshiping Saturn or Saturnalia, whatever you want to say. Ain't nobody worshiping this stuff. Now, now I would I would make the argument, and and, and for those who follow my content, my ministry, follow Path of Revelation podcast. I, I, I deal with idols all the time. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that um, our idols in our society look a lot different than a, than a tree, than, than what we see in Jeremiah 10. You know, I think we have idols um, that take up our affections away from Christ, things like social media, uh, television, um, uh, the mainstream media and, and just different things. And, 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 and when you're talking about a tree, now you're claiming to know someone's heart, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and, and that's, and that's dangerous ground to get upon. Um, when, when you say, Hey, Oh, you know, y'all doing what, what everybody's doing or, or whatever. And, and, 
and that's that's just not that's not how how we rightfully divide things man and that's and i think we've up until this point we've demonstrated that in the scriptures um the the liberty um now to the point of i, I see somebody made a, a pretty good point um that right. i i want to i want to point out what was said um fighting for truth he says it's kind of simple would christ want us to celebrate his birthday yes or no deuteronomy 12 4 is kind of clear yes we definitely have the liberty but as we can see we can cause little ones to stumble i i would i would say this we have to clarify we have to articulate are these people who are pushing up against this stuff little ones the little ones that were referred to in scripture when jesus talks about whoever causes causes these little ones to stumble um jesus had just got done in matthew talking about what the kingdom of god is likened unto and before he talked about causing these little ones to stumble he called little kids into his presence and said whoever causes these little ones to stumble and he talks about how the kingdom of god is like uh, uh kids you know childlike faith it, that's where the term childlike faith comes from you know because there's an innocence and there's a sincerity that kids usually have and jesus is demonstrating that we have to be like children in a sense uh when it comes to faith um coming with a sincere desire and, and and things of that nature um i would argue that a lot of the people pushing back um and and making accusations towards christians who celebrate choose to celebrate christian i'm not sure that they would fall into the category of little ones right. <laughs> because they're not coming in a spirit of humility um they're, they're not coming with 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 meekness and sincerity of heart in a lot of instances. And anytime somebody can take a scripture like Jeremiah 10 and, and the context is clearly laid out there and they like, Nope, I don't care. Butcher it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. That's not who Jesus was referring to when he said little ones. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. think, you know, um, and I would, I would, when he talks about causing little ones to stumble, it's referring to people who are genuinely seeking out truth. Um, and so I think <clears throat> now you can make an argument and say that, well, they're genuinely seeking out truth and we can, we can, okay, we can, we can have that conversation, but, <laughs> but, um, well, yeah, man, go ahead. Elder. Well, I was going to uh, just add, um, two things. One, you took Deuteronomy 12, 4 out of context. Um, what that verse is talking about, not celebrating the Lord with such things, is talking about with pagan idols, right? We don't carve images uh, to make idols and use these in a, as a part of our worship to God. That is out of, that's what Deuteronomy 12 is talking about, right? It, it, it's not talking about having a Christmas tree that is simply decoration. That's all it is. The Christmas tree, is a de decoration for the festive day. That's it. It's yeah. all it is. It's culturally a decoration. And, and secondly, the little ones, as you pointed out, uh, who what's what's causing? Let me tell you what's causing them, them to stumble when people feed them this false information. Because now 
you have implanted in their minds something false. And now if they celebrate, now they're they're convicted by the wrong thing because of bad information. Why apologetics again is needed. We got to dispel the bad information. You, you're, we're not at liberty to sin ever. Nobody is condoning that. But again, people aren't stumbling uh, per se. Don't get me wrong. If a, there are, there can be a person who overindulges in Christmas and anything else, right? Yep, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, Christmas most definitely can become an idol with the commercialization and, and everything. Nobody's, I don't think anybody's denying that, but I think that's a great point. Like, yes, sir. Most definitely, there's there's many people who celebrate Christian, including Christians who celebrate christmas and it and it's not about christ it's about materialization it's about commercialization and all of those things and so yeah to that point but yeah somebody who's yeah. being intentional about glorifying christ man i don't i don't yeah go ahead i'm sorry Elder. All, no no you you you're fine all and listen we're for example let me ask you this i've got a television right <laughs> i got a television and and i watch it for entertainment. Now, of course, I strive not to watch anything that, you know, is vulgar and, and you know, uh, nudity and this, that or the other. But I have a, it's for it's for my personal enjoyment and entertainment. I like sports. Right. I like uh, comedy sometimes, you know, clean, whatever the case may be. Right. We can enjoy God's good creation. When God created the world, he said it was good and very good. But what people are doing, they're bringing their personal convictions That's and it. bringing condemnation. Nation. They're preaching, their, they're preaching their personal convictions as law. But go ahead. There I'm you not. go. No, no, you you took the words right out of my mouth. Yes, sir. Pre personal preaching convictions personal convictions as law. And, and, and I think the part that's disheartening, Elder, is the butchering of scripture to do so. You know, that's that's where the problem is, because. God's word is precious. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. By by the by the word by the world's his, his word was created. He spoke and it man. was. Come on now. Like yes, you we can't play with his word. Um and, and to to impose personal convictions into the word is it, just it's just not right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's it's not right, it's not a good look. Um, VC said, I feel like celebrating Christmas is not a sin, but if you don't celebrate, that is not a sin either. I think Santa is a lie, but celebrating Jesus on Christmas is different. Yeah, I, I listen, whatever way, whichever way you fall, because I know I know people who who love God, I believe love God, mm -hmm. and they choose not to celebrate Christmas. Nothing hey, wrong. Nothing wrong with that. And and for some of them, it's for different reasons. They don't like the commercialization of it, it's right. become it's become about things that don't pertain to Christ and things of that nature. Hey, no problem. Just Amen. don't can just don't impose that on me and my family. Thank you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? It's and, and if you however you fall on it, because some people might be like, man, I, I, it reminds me too much of. OK, you fall in line with what Paul talked about in First Corinthians eight. And absolutely. Perfectly fine, my brother. I won't. I won't say Merry Christmas when I'm around you. <laughs> I won't do none of that around you. But, right. but as for me and my house, when we celebrate uh, this time of the year and celebrate Christmas, it's about the Lord. 
we we make it we make it about Jesus. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what we do in in, in my house. Now, you know, whatever y'all y'all choose to do is up to y'all or whatever. But man, let me get this charger for this MacBook, man. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Talk 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 to people. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, I'm I'm totally with you. Again, as you said, you know, people bring their personal convictions, and instead of allowing the word of Christ to reign in our hearts, oftentimes what happens is we become legalistic in our practices. Again, no one is condemning anyone if they choose not to celebrate Christmas or any other holiday, but but to condemn a born-again believer who has liberty in Christ. Again, not to sin, but liberty in Christ to, to participate in customs as long as we don't worship the world, we are not in sin. And, and that's the whole point of it. Again, again, do you, and I think uh, I saw Pastor uh, Darnell Williams, he's on here as well. He had made a comment earlier when we were talking about, you know, uh, covering your mouth when you yawn and stuff like that. Even when somebody sneezes and, and you say, bless you, you know, that that was a form of you blessing them because uh, of the pagan mentality that came along with sneezing, that it was some kind of demonic spirit. So, Again, you all, there's just a lot of things that are that may have meant something in one culture. It doesn't have to mean that in this culture. Another example is in India, you 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 may go up the street and just see cows everywhere. You want to know why? Because the cow is a sacred animal Man. in India. <laughs> It's it's yeah. it's a sacred animal, and they got a yeah. lot of they got a lot of gods in India. But go ahead, exactly, <laughs> a lot it's, of. Yeah. So, because the cow is a sacred animal in India, mm -hmm. am I not to have a cow with me? So, let's say I lived on a farm. Man, I like burgers, man. Man, 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 man what you say? <laughs> I had one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you in the spirit, not you in the spirit. <laughs> but but if I if I have a farm, I can't have a cow. Because no man, man, no, that's pagan paganism. Don't you know some people worship those cows? Well, yeah, I know yeah. I'm getting milk out of man, you know what I'm saying? So again, people stop being legalistic and let's be a biblical minded, biblical yeah. minded. You won't find prohibition. And, and so here's the one of the thing, and I'll say this last point here. They they say, uh, well, show me Christmas in the Bible, as though the omission. Of the word Christmas in the Bible means the uh you know that we we aren't supposed to do it that we're forbidden to do it. Well, that's just simply bad logic, and that's not how we are to interpret the Bible. Yeah, we don't see a we don't see a lot of words in the Bible. We don't see Thank Bible you. in the Bible. You preach, <laughs> <laughs> but but we see we see um the principles and and the teachings um in in scripture uh um adrian said paul quoted pagan philosophers um, sure yeah like one one one, one, one of the most one of the most famous scriptures that we uh quote all the time paul was actually quoting a a, a uh pagan philosopher in him we live move and have our being <laughs> that was a pagan philosopher that said yes. that but you know you know what made that po powerful though he repurposed it preach he repurposed a quote from a pagan philosopher and applied it to the true and living god 
Come on. That's that's what you talked about with on Mars Hill. That's what yes, he was doing on Mars Hill. He was like, listen, y'all, y'all giving gifts, and, and I'm gonna customize it to Christmas. Y'all giving gifts and y'all celebrating right now mm -hmm. to a God, but y'all doing all of this festivals during Saturn Saturnalia, whatever. Y'all doing all of this stuff to a false God when y'all should be doing be be showing your gratitude and 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 thanks and praise to the true and living God. Yes, sir. And so um we see Paul, and I believe that scripture is found in Acts, if I'm not mistaken, Acts 17, 21. I could be wrong, but he says, In him we live, move, and have our being. And and I love what Paul did was because the statement is true, but it just had to be directed to the to the right God. Come on, man. Doc, now you now, now, now that a preach right there, Doc. <laughs> Worship is real, just Worship. directed to the right God. Just directed to the right God. Man, um, come on. Yeah, Yashar, Yashar said, What fellowship have light with darkness? Yeah, see, we got to flesh that out. Even we we even have to flesh that out when 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 Paul says, What fellowship have light with dark? What communion have um the, the servants of Christ with Bilal and he goes through all of these, we have to look at what fellowship means. Yes. Fellowship means to come into agreement with. Yes. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And so I'm not fellowshipping with anybody if I'm not coming into agreement with them, even if there are similarities in, in how we celebrate things and, and, and how we, we, we display our gratitude that does not mean that we're coming into agreement. Come on. Just because someone dedicates their food to Buddha doesn't mean that I can't dedicate my food to Christ. You see what I'm saying? We we have to be consistent across the board. Now, if somebody was like, hey, we, you know, we go, we go fornicate in the name of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's out of order. That's out of order. Uh, you know, I'm going to get multiple wives in the name of G. Nah, that's out of order, Doc. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm going to slander my neighbor in the name. No, nah, that's out of order. That's not how this works. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But an idol is nothing. <laughs> right. Come on, man. It's, it's nothing. nothing. Come on. You know what I'm saying? And I think that yeah. we have to, um, you know, walk in truth and, and be sincere in heart in what we do. Um, but again, um, if you want to celebrate Christmas and, and this is just, um, my advice to, to believers who want to celebrate Christmas, I think it's important for us to make clear if we have children, uh, why we do what we do. Um, you know what I'm saying? Why we do what we do, who we're doing it as unto and, um, and and to our kids should know the the gift of Christ and why he came and how he was born and why he was born and like and 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 there's nothing wrong with with taking a time in the season or a day to demonstrate that um and those who say otherwise are, I believe are wrong and absolutely and I believe are, are are completely wrong and um, some of y'all that's hopping on, y'all need to watch from the beginning because we thank you. We already they went still through. going to Jeremiah T. They still going to Jeremiah T. <laughs> we that 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 look that tree in there, Jeremiah T. And he did. We yeah. killed that tree. Hey, hey, the crazy thing about it, they're they're acknowledging idols more than we are. 
it, you know what? That's what's happening. You 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 bringing up Jeremiah ten. You're actually acknowledging an idol that I don't acknowledge, that on, I man. don't serve. Yes, <laughs> I now, serve I mean, the Lord you, Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. And, and, and something you said. I, I think you know. Even when it came to my children, now again, my my children have always known Santa Claus is a is a cartoon character. He's a he's a fictional. You know, I allow my kids to watch cartoons, right? They watch, you know, Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, and all this mm -hmm. other stuff that came up. Santa's no different, right? They're, he's right. not real. Like you said, a, a, an idol is nothing. I didn't lie to my children. And I do think Christians, if Christians are doing this, and I don't know any that's doing this, but let's, I'm just, you know, playing the advocate. If there is yeah. a Christian saying, hey, you better be good because Santa's coming. I think you should be honest with your child. There is no Santa yeah, Claus. He's paid. So I don't think yeah. that we should be lying to our children talking about, you know, Santa's coming down the chimney. Let's leave him some cookies and milk. No, no, I'm leave me some cookies and milk. I work hard for my money <laughs> to bat them toys. I, I, I know that's right. I'm, I'm gonna be upset, not Santa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I laugh, man, because my parents, man, they they were very intentional of like, no, nah, we bought these gifts. Hello. <laughs> you see me, you see me going to work while you cuddle under those covers and enjoy this, on, this heat man. and these lights and this yes sir. i bought the gifts and 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 my, I, I praise god for my parents man because they was like you know they made it clear like you know we we do this as as to to um to represent the greatest gift and what jesus gave and and never forget that you know what i'm saying these gifts are going to get old these gifts are going to um, wax old and you go forget about them one day and throw them in the mm -hmm. trash or whatever the case may be. Sell them at a garage sale one day. But the gift <clears throat> of eternal life is forever. And what Jesus did um, is eternal. And so this this just is a representation of us giving because we love you, because God gave because he loves you. And, and, I, and, I, and I don't think it's nothing wrong with that. Uh, anybody who has a problem with that. I think they need to check their own heart. I think there are so many people who have hearts full of uh, who are whose hearts are made of stone and, and, and they have eyes, but they don't see. They have ears and they don't hear. And 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 they've allowed the scriptures to they attempt to uh, interpret the scriptures through a hard heart. And what happens is they 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 force their presuppositions. And, and their 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 motives onto the scriptures when the right. scriptures do not um, endorse that 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 type of mindset. And so I think, man, if y'all want to celebrate Christmas, go ahead and and but make sure you point to Christ if you do so. <clears throat> and if you and if you don't want to, God bless you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got anything else out there? I think <laughs> I think I think we've 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 covered mostly. <laughs> everything he says great points elder you know i i think i think this stuff is important man um and again one of the reasons and i, I want to say say this before we before we go um is one of the reasons why i did this show is because number number two um number one i, I don't really plan on doing another show about this <laughs> <laughs> So just run the tape again. Yeah, just run the tape. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> direct you to the tape, man. Because man, we we gotta get we gotta be about our father's business, man. We gotta start right. pointing people to Jesus and um and, and preach the gospel, man. Um, if 
I, however, I do think this was necessary because with the rise of the Hebrew roots movements and the, the, the modern day Judaizers and people who are, who, who are want to go back to Moses so bad, so um, bad. You know, even though Moses was pointing to Jesus and the only time Jesus pointed to Moses was to show that Moses was pointing to him. Um, <laughs> it's like, man, Christ is not enough for people, man. But the scriptures say he is because all scripture points to him. And so we, we want you guys to to be free to worship the true and living God and not be held down by other people's convictions and other people's brokenness. Um, where they're not willing to admit their brokenness. You know, the Bible says the sacrifices of God are broken in a contrite heart. You yeah, know, so right. when we come to God or, or, or approach the scriptures, we don't come with a, oh, I know it all mentality. We come, we come with a spirit of humility and brokenness saying, Lord, you know, creating me a clean heart, renew the right spirit within me. That's you it. know what I'm saying? And, and that has to be our posture. But in the midst of all this, man, we have to contend for the faith. We have to speak the truth and 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 really what I would urge you guys to do is um, when you, you know, question your sources, check the sources of your sources. Come on now. Check, <laughs> check the sources of your sources. your sources. Yes, sir. Because, you know, a lot of people are regurgitating the Zietists, you know, and, you know, it's just a lot of regurgitating of bad information. Yes. And a lot of this information is not rooted in truth and is not rightfully divided. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Uh, and, and, and so I would urge you guys, man, to be blessed, man. Elder Mike, do you have any uh, parting words for, for everybody? Man, I want, I want you to tell people how they can reach you. Uh, I'm putting it on the screen right now. Make sure, sure y'all subscribe man to elder mike man follow him on facebook you can michael holloway on facebook um subscribe to his youtube page on youtube type in elder mike that's your your urban church uh he's always dropping great content and if i'm not mistaken a lot of the content that he's dropping on youtube he's dropping on facebook as well right uh just a phenomenal teacher phenomenal teacher of the that's word true. Um, make sure y'all subscribe to the Path of Revelation podcast as well. Amen. You can go to YouTube, subs look up Path of Revelation, subscribe. I have content, music, and everything on there. Uh, you can go to pathofrevelationnow.com. Um, my brother, Elder Mike, I want to thank you for coming on, man. Um, it means a lot. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to most definitely have you on again in the future. Anytime, um, my brother. <laughs> and, and this has been been great, man. We made we 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 made it under an hour and thirty minutes, man. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying this this ain't a topic that we need to spend too much time on. But I, I'm 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 grateful to have you on, man. Well, Appreciate sure. you, my brother. Bless you, man. I've I've truly enjoyed it. You know, uh, I, I would uh, encourage everybody where where it all boils down to is. Uh, God has to search our hearts because while people are focusing on one particular day being pagan, I think what we should be focusing on is on a daily basis, is my heart directed towards God? You know, am, am, am I, is my mind uh, too caught up in the things of this world and not focused on God? See, this is why Paul said in Romans 14, you know, 
you know, one man esteems one day above another. <laughs> another man esteems every day alike. But what did he say? He said, a day doesn't esteem us to the Lord. In other words, one day, whether you choose to worship on this particular day or that particular day, those things don't get you closer to the Lord. Here's what gets you close to God, being obedient to his word, uh, staying before the Lord in prayer, supplication, trusting God through the fellowship of the saints, amen, and being a, a faithful student of the Bible, of the scriptures. And that's where we ought to be. You could be watching yeah. TV. Not any of us could be over watching TV, over, uh, uh, over. you know, we, we're worried about kids and Christmas trees, but then they're on PlayStation for 27 hours a day. Come on no, now. come on. We, anything, as, as uh, Pastor Gabe said earlier, anything can be an idol anything yeah. and so and so while satan is getting people chasing on one particular day but then the rest of the days their heart is everywhere else other than god uh serve the lord with all your heart mind soul and strength let's focus on god and give him the glory in all we do appreciate you pastor gabe man this amen is this podcast listen y'all if y'all haven't subscribed to this brother's channel man please do so again as you all can see he's a powerful man in the word of god uh dropping powerful information powerful content uh subscribe to his channel as well uh you know because god is really blessing him and got some great things in store for him so thank you so much pastor i appreciate you anytime you call me i'm coming <laughs> <laughs> hey we, we got to team up and do some more man it's a, it's yes, a lot sir. of stuff we got to tackle man and, and listen man i appreciate you thank you guys for tuning in man i want to make sure you guys go to pathofrevelationnow.com uh subscribe to the show it's not just on youtube however you listen to your podcast Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of that. This show should be released tomorrow on all of the other digital outlets, um, but you can rewatch it now after I end this on YouTube. And so listen, guys, make sure you tune in to the Path of Revelation podcast because this is where the culture meets scripture.